Welcome back to Let's Talk Weddings with your Scottish wedding. You've got Mal and Marlene back again. And today we are talking trends. And I'm really excited about this one because Mal, I think that you are our trend guru and you know everything trends. Um, So I'm really excited to go through our 2023 wedding trends revealed article and just kind of discuss them with you. Uh, yeah, I'm always trying to keep my eye out for trends, um, whether it be sort of from mainstream media and ways that they can incorporate into the wedding world. Um, I do love keeping on top of trends, keeping re- relevant, keeping current. And there's some really exciting ones on this list um, that I, I and a few that I think you and I will talk about. And if we don't, I will bring it up. And I hopefully you know which one I mean. But yeah, it's, it's so exciting. I can't wait to bring that one up. But if we just start from the top. So we, we've got on our website, yourscottishwedding.co.uk. We did a big reveal about the 2023 wedding trends. Um, so we're just going to go through that. So anyone that is listening, go onto the website, bring up the article um, and look at all the pretty pictures because they are so lovely. I really like that first one where it looks like a couple getting married in this like really old church um which is just beautiful and one of our first themes yeah so yeah after like a a crazy year um of catching up with postponements uh in 2022 i mean 2022 was such a crazy year i'm sure all suppliers can agree with that statement and that it's just been crazy and but hopefully we're kind of out the other end of that and 2023 can be a lot calmer um, less sort of rescheduling and fitting people in and working crazy hours. Um, but trends are still set to be even bigger, even better. Um, and, you know, in a year that we've just seen the, the king being coronated and um, we can expect to see these sort of grandiose themes um, and couples making a huge effort with even more unique decor and personalised weddings. So, uh Laura Devine from Divine Bride has given us five of her trend predictions for 2023. And uh, that brings us to our first one, which is the grandiose themes. Intimate celebrations, but with extravagant, extra, Mm. extra themes, which I just love. Um, She says, it's certainly true that we've seen a move towards smaller guest numbers over the last few years for obvious pandemic related reasons. However, it seems like more intimate affairs are here to stay with couples choosing to spend more on impactful decor, personalised bespoke details for their guests and in general, a more luxury experience. So we're saying yes to quality over quantity. And Mm. I'm completely here for that. Absolutely. It's, yeah, look, just having those little things that mean a lot to you or being able to look back and really feel like you were the center that day and and making it beautiful. Like it's not just about like sharing it on social media or having the photos, but actually being able to look back and go, that was such a beautiful day. And we really looked at the details and we took our time to really make it that intimate, cozy wedding that we really wanted. And for the people that are just really important to your life and your day, I mean, I don't know 200 <laughs> people to invite to my wedding. I could find 200 people to come to my wedding, but then would I want to sort of, you know, give them my time over people who are really close to me? Because that's something that you often see with, with huge weddings is that you can't possibly spend an appropriate amount of time with a huge amount of people so there's people that you just won't even get mm. to see that day so to really reduce your numbers and sp- spend then more of your budget creating 
gorgeous decoration and um you know entertainment that you can add for these people it just seems like more obvious definitely definitely and I, I like what she says about doing a bespoke menu definitely yeah that's such a great idea um you know include things that you and your partner love show showcase who you are maybe like it's how you met maybe your first date was at an Italian <laughs> restaurant <laughs> we'll include that in one of your courses or maybe as canapes yeah. or something that really sort of shows I saw one that was great it was um every napkin during the canopy had a different little statement on it or a little um you know did you know about the couple so when you were getting your canopy you could read about oh you know the couple met on this date or they went here for their first date or um, their favorite thing is this so I just thought that's such a lovely personalized thing to be able that to do is for so your guests. beautiful and such a small detail that I never would have thought about doing something like that that is really sweet and imagine doing that for 200 people it would just wipe out your yeah. budget entirely so it's all a win-win for keeping your numbers down. You can then add these tiny little special details that are just so beautiful. And she was saying that couples will be able to get so much inspiration from all from um, all the pomp and pageantry of the events. I cannot say that word. Pa- pageantry? Pa- pageantry? Is that how you say it? Um, and although she yep. thinks it's fair to say that the vast majority of celebrations uh, will be ever so slightly lower key, but it feels like that that balance of lower key but more pomp and circumstance yeah so I think keeping keeping the volume down but then still giving yourself a really extra day and um, I think minimalism sort of came in during COVID but I think it's now we're bringing back being extra our wedding. which brings us on to her second um trend which is colorful weddings i cannot say how excited i am about colorful weddings my best friend got married oh. and she had a whole festival theme and there was color everywhere like her bridal bouquet was just filled with colors and flowers and it was just so beautiful to have that much color in a wedding yeah, my favorite bouquets are the bright, colorful ones. Um, yeah, you know, oranges and yellows. And I suppose it really fits in with a summer wedding. So it depends when you're getting married and what sort of colors are fitting to that time of the year. Um, but Pantone's color of the year uh, is Viva Magenta. So we are expecting to see a lot of that uh, as we come into summer weddings, um, be it in bridesmaids' dresses or in your floral bouquets. Um, and according to Pinterest, a lot of the searches from millennials and Generation X uh, have been for terracotta, rust, copper and burnt sienna. So we're going to be seeing a lot of that sort of uh, orange, rusty tone. I like that. Um, it feels earthy. Which I can already pick. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, earth and sand tones as well. We've seen a lot um, on the red carpet for the Critics' Choice Awards. A lot of the men's suits and um, we saw earth and sand tones. Um, so yeah, expecting to see a lot of that for 2020. And it really is like saying goodbye to the muted tones, the demure color schemes and really expressing yourself with color. Isn't that just so beautiful, expressing yourself with color? Absolutely. I and mean, we loved the muted tones and pastel shades and really sort of minimalist. Like that that did 
have its time it had its day uh, and we loved it but I think we're all ready to sort of like you say like express yourself through color now and really Mm. just go mad and she says here that there's a move that matches the year-on-year trend towards really personal weddings and shying away from the traditional nuptials Um, so from multi-colored city celebrations to bold and beautiful floral print marquee celebrations isn't that Excellent. Um, and it's it's just the excuse to really go big on color if you needed one, by the way. If you don't need an excuse, then go for it anyway. But if you needed one, now is the time to go colorful. <laughs> and these sort of, um, I don't know what they're called, the color, color smoke yeah. bombs and colored powders, like the Bali celebrations, like color bombing, just be great. <laughs> Oh, and smoke bombs for your uh, photographs. I see a lot of that. Um, they look really nice. They can give you really like powerful imagery. Maybe see a lot of that in twenty three two. So that brings us on to number three, and this is the segue into the one that I want to bring up. <laughs> well, are you? I take it you watched Game of Thrones. Yes. And did you also watch House of the Dragon? In the space of a couple of days, I was hooked on it more than Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) I completely binged it. So uh, Laura is predicting that while these uh, TV shows have had such an impact um, on our screens that we can expect to see nuptials inspired by traditional Valyrian wedding ceremonies. So we're talking gorgeous braided hairstyles, intricate headdresses, and even personalized rituals. Although I think we can steer clear of Valyrian blood weddings themselves and we might not actually see some real dragons, but you never know, they might get incorporated into cakes and things. (laughs) I love that I want a dragon. (laughs) (laughs) I think they could definitely incorporate into cakes. Um, maybe oh. with their scales, might see scaling on cakes. Ooh, that's a good idea. But yeah, I really like how she says here that it's it's a rise in forest weddings and woodland nuptials are becoming more and more popular. And it's a small constellation of of global warming making wedding season weather stretch a bit further in Scotland. I personally have always wanted to get married outdoors. So I love that this is becoming a bigger trend, uh, even if it is based on a TV series, but I'm all for it. <laughs> I I'm so pro outdoor weddings and how gorgeous would a forest be and you really wouldn't have to add too much to the decor of being in a forest would you because it's just so gorgeous in its own right exactly So speaking of uh, traditionals or trends coming through from TV shows, the one that I am so excited about because I am obsessed and have been since I was young is Wednesday. And having a whole Adam's family thing going on because, oh my gosh, that is stunning. (laughs) Yeah, TV this year has created so many trends. So like you say, Wednesday Adams, Jenna Ortega um, has created this amazing gothic trend um, that we have started to see filter into weddings um, through, you know, gothic style cakes, uh, black dresses, black and gothic decor additions. Um, I think lots of couples are trying to include black into their day in some way or another. And um, I mean, black dresses, that's, that is something really. I mean, I mm. think there was, did you think of a day where people would have 
you know, you wouldn't have even worn black to a wedding, let alone as the bride. So yeah, that's a, that's a real amazing one. And Jenna Ortega, like no wonder this, this craze has uh, kicked off. Like she really has given new meaning to Gothic style. Um, it's so gorgeous. And I, I was a little goth growing up, so it it's nice to know that for those that still, I suppose, identify as goth or, or you know, love the, the gothic themes, that there'll be more options available to them. They won't have to dye their dress white. They'll be able to buy one that's, that's made to be black. Um, and it just, I think it's really opened up what is available to wedding couples now thanks to these tv shows becoming so popular like they really are showing that there's such a, a scope in fashion and design for all types of weddings and and you don't have to plaster something together you'll be able to get exactly what you want yeah and there's no sort of this is what you must do and this is what you can't do like it's just so broad now you know really do what makes you happy wear what makes you happy um, set your own trends, you know, even if you, you decide that you want to wear a red dress or a purple dress, you know, go for it, do whatever you want to do. Um, I think that's really what we're championing here um, through all this is just, you know, show who you are, show who you and your, your uh, partner are and create a day that's, you know, completely in character with you guys um, and another trend that we've seen with shows like Stranger Things is um, a bit of a more of a 70s and 80s style coming through. So, um, you know, big hairstyles and denim on denim. And we see it in our sort of street, high street fashion. Um, but it's, again, also filtering through into weddings now as well. So, I know, you know, denim jackets, custom denim jackets has always you know, been right up there um, and has for many years, um, you know, biker boots and all this, but it's it's very much, we're thinking like Madonna with the gloves and <laughs> jackets. It's, it's great. I'm here for it completely. I'm definitely here for the biker boots, like having this really beautiful white dress and then just lifting it up and having shit kicker boots on underneath. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. What's more badass than that? <laughs> A black dress. <laughs> And even if it's just for your photographs, put them on, get the really awesome photographs with it, and then you can put, put on something else after. That's fine. Even if you want to do it with Converse or um, you've got a really cute pair of skate shoes that you want to put on, just something that shows your personality. You know, if, you, if you're a gardener that loves Crocs, I, I've seen some gorgeous custom Crocs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it really is that, like that throwback influence when we were talking about the colors earlier, you've got the really vibrancy of the 80s and the, and the 90s. But then with those like orangey tones, that really does make me think of the 70s, like the 60s, 70s. So it is almost like we're merging the last 50 years of fashion and trends and putting them together into the wedding season that is 2023. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't it crazy how fashion just cycles mm. the decades? And right now we're seeing loads of 90s style um, everywhere. Um, I'm almost not ready for it. I'm seeing things that I'm like, oh no. <laughs> it's when they're saying this ancient thing and it's a hairpiece that you wore. They're like, this was worn way back in the day. You're like, I'm not that old. <laughs> and please don't bring those back. They were painful. <laughs> 
but flares i uh you know i i can't wait to be able to wear baggy jeans again mm. uh, i mean we are already are seeing it um but god i remember the days when we used to just like drag our jeans through puddles and soaking up the back of your legs from yep. the baggiest of baggy jeans that you could possibly think of yeah it's crazy but yeah puff sleeves is something we saw last year quite a lot um that is in keeping with 90s trends and i imagine we'll continue to see that square necklines and puff sleeves um yeah probably aren't gonna go anywhere anytime soon yeah which, which is nice it's, it's quite nice to see that coming back and, and people really being able to have what makes them feel the most like them yeah something else for bridal as well we're seeing a lot of high necklines coming in for 23 and um, we're saying that tool is the rule so <laughs> a lot of sheer and a lot of tool love it seeing a lot of it on the catwalk um again critics choice awards um tool dresses and and sheer dresses so we're seeing a lot of that in uh bridal dresses now it's Uh, like the one on the back of the magazine that we've got that image of the woman on the back of the january edition of our magazine i love that dress so much and it incorporates this gorgeous pearl detailing that's oh so on trend as well right now i think pearl is probably coming to the end or we're right at the height of it it's not a new prediction or trend by any means um but it's such a gorgeous one pearls for weddings i mean has there ever been a better combination they're so pretty i really love the pearl buttons that come down the back of a dress definitely with lace stunning are just the best for weddings um yeah and another thing we're seeing is opera gloves so really incorporate opera gloves maybe you could even go for like little short gloves that would be very Madonna, wouldn't it? Mm, and 60s. That definitely makes me think 60s, 50s, 60s. Yeah, little retro editions um, and bows. The bigger, the better. Wow. Hair, on the backs of your dresses, bows are in. We love it. Love now, the last trend that she brings up, I feel, is very true of our day and age. So so what's happening now and is very uh, relevant, and that is sustainable practices. Um, so she says that it gets mentioned in some guys every year, but the, it is a trend that's really here to stay. So couples will be increasingly considering every detail of the big day in the proverbial environmental magnifying glass. And I think we can definitely see that in like the forest weddings and um, maybe having smaller weddings, etc. Um, but from choosing a caterer who uses local and seasonal ingredients to using reusable decor, sending paperless invitations, good old digital, um, holding your ceremony and the reception in the same location to reduce travel, and then hiring a florist to use as British seasonal flowers, and the list just goes on and on and on. Oh, yeah, I think we all need to be championing uh, sustainability for for this year and on and onwards um, I and mean, we start to see it in our everyday lives the amount of single-use plastic and i for one absolutely hate it mm. so if you can avoid it you know let's do it and whether that's in just ditching favors going for something a bit more meaningful incorporating some kind of entertainment there's various ways you can have um you know uh, to give your guests something to remember the day and um, various different types of um you know illustrative fashion um pieces that you can give out to your guests um 
you know, photo booths, guests can leave then with a, a picture to remember their day. You don't need to provide um, some little, you know, piece of plastic. At mm. the end of the day, most people don't even take home with them. Um, it can be a waste of your money and then it's adding waste into the environment as well. My friend did these really beautiful, she's a ceramicist, but she makes these little eggs that are, it looks like a cracked egg. And then she put um, everyone's name on the inside. So it was something really personal, something that she had made, but then everyone took these home and and they're just stunning little pieces. Um, And it's a beautiful centerpiece, not a centerpiece, but it's a beautiful um, ornament to have around the house. It just kind of reminds you of that special day. Definitely. And something you can guarantee that people will take home is anything personalized. If it's got their name on it, they will have it. I know I mm. will. I, I have various uh, things from weddings that um, are, are place markers, you know, with your name on it. Love it. Go have it. Exactly. <laughs> and then, yeah, like I say, it doubles up as um, table names as well. So people can go and find where they're seating because they've got their little place marker with their name on it and then it's also a wedding favor too Mm. I mean you and I are quite partial to smaller weddings but that's not to say that um, all of this works for larger weddings as well there's always ways to incorporate all of these different trends into larger weddings it just so happens you and I prefer smaller weddings (laughs) in the discussions (laughs) just to clarify that for the listeners we're not boycotting large weddings at all it's just where the conversation has naturally gone (laughs) yeah definitely I mean if I knew 200 people then I'm sure I would be an advocate for the the massive weddings but I just don't um, (laughs) circle of select people and I know I'd want to celebrate with them and them only and there's always you know I think that's something as well we're seeing for 2023 is um there's sort of a party first and wedding second mindset Ah. and we could always have a sort of an after party which you can then invite everyone else to um to enjoy that part but for the real sort of um intimate meaningful part I think you've got to kind of keep it in your close circle Mm. um, because it's a special time and so it should really be an honor and a privilege to get an invite to that portion of your day I would say and it's not just for everyone you know I don't think Mrs Jones down the road should be on par with your lifelong you know childhood friend or your um, you know your your grandmother and all these people so maybe you could split the day up, have, you know, your evening guests come and have an after party with, you know, 200 people. That's great. Because you do, you don't want to party with 50 people. You want to party with 250 people. <laughs> or even doing it on different days. So you've got your actual wedding with the the smaller wedding, the dinner, the the ceremony, et cetera. And then you just have a full on festival rager Absolutely. a few months later with all the friends. <laughs> Weekend weddings is, again, something you're seeing a lot more of. Um, you know, have all your guests arrive on the, you know, the Friday. Um, everyone usually comes and stays on site at, um, at these big weddings. So have everyone come, arrive, get settled into their, their accommodation. Um, you know, you get married the day after. And then the day after that, you can then have an, a, a third party. So you're really just prolonging your day. And because that's something we always hear from brides is to enjoy it because the day flies by so quickly mm. and wedding blues is a real thing. Once it's done, it's done. So the more you can prolong it and 
add to it, the better you'll feel about the whole thing. You really want to make these memories that will stick with you. Um, yeah, prolong your day. That would be my advice. Completely prolong your day. So Mal, what's a set, what what's a trend that you are excited about seeing or experiencing yourself? Oh, so I think something I'm loving. I'm quite um, um, biased towards cakes. I used to actually make cakes of all kinds, celebration cakes, the wedding cakes, uh, 3D cakes. Wow. <laughs> so um, something that we're seeing uh, flooding through our social media and Pinterest right now are kitsch retro cakes. Uh, they're actually called Lambeth cakes. I learned the other day from uh, one of our supplier cake makers. Um, and they're very retro. They're um, covered in beautiful, intricate piping work. Mm-hmm. So something that your you know, grandmother would have probably had at her wedding or, um, you know, these really old fashioned, when buttercream was a, a, a royal icing were more popular because now we see more fondant in weddings. But um, we are seeing probably because of these, um, you know, 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s trends from TV coming back through. We're seeing these kitsch cakes, um, which are, you know, color co- covered in colorful, contrasting buttercream pipework. They're garnished with sprinkles and cherries. Like they're really just like OTT draped <laughs> swags and ruffles. Like. Um, they've got a bit of a French neoclassical vibe, um, even a Victorian feel, and yet very much like an 80s style to them. Completely Marie Antoinette worthy cakes. <laughs> Love it. I'll receive them um, for celebrations right now, birthday cakes. Um, I'm, we're really expecting that to sort of break through into the wedding world. Um, and you can also then incorporate your pop of colour into your cake. And these things are then statement decor pieces they're not just a a dessert that gets cut up and served at the end of the day they're you know completely in keeping with your style and color theme of your wedding day Uh, so yeah we're definitely getting excited to see some really vibrant gorgeous kitsch cakes and how fun is that to to have a a kitsch cake (laughs) I love the way it sounds when you say it kitsch cake kitsch cake Um, and then I, destination and beach weddings are uh, a big thing. So maybe not quite as in keeping with uh, sustainable practices if you're planning on going abroad, but you can have a destination beach wedding in Scotland. Just mm-hmm. say keep the keep the air miles low, find a gorgeous beach in Scotland somewhere because that's what's great about Scotland. If you're getting married in England, I know the the venue carries the marriage license, so you. Mm-hmm. You have to get married inside or in a, a licensed area that has been pre-approved um, to get wed in. Whereas in Scotland, it's your celebrant um, who holds the license. So you can take your celebrant anywhere they can physically move to. If you want to get married in the woods or on a beach or in a hot air balloon, you can do it. There are no restrictions to where you can get married in Scotland. So if you can think of it, it can happen so that's why I would completely champion a, a destination wedding in Scotland and the venues the choice of venues is just 
Well, it's everything you can do. Beach, you can do it up a mountain. In fact, if anyone is going to get married up one of the mountains, please let us know because that sounds amazing. I wouldn't want to climb up there in my wedding dress, but that's just me. (laughs) There's a real wedding that's going to be uh, up on the website very, very soon. Um, And it took place at Lock, then a car. Um, mm. right outside on the lock with the gorgeous mountain range in the background. It's literally the most breathtaking wedding you have ever seen. So yeah, <laughs> keep your eyes peeled <laughs> for that one because if you're looking for something stunningly beautiful, that is definitely a contender. That's good. Oh, something else that we are seeing as well is dramatic ceilings. Really? Explain that one to me. I don't understand that one. Oh, sorry. Design impact incorporating dramatic ceiling installations. So whether that's through florals, lighting, draping, anything that you can sort of hang from the ceiling. I've even seen streamers, which again would probably come into a more of a an 80s vibe to have streamers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of almost like prom style with glittery streamers hanging from the ceiling. But yeah, anything that you can sort of suspend. I love it. These sort these gorgeous, we had um uh, an install done at a, a decor shoot for the September issue of the magazine, and and um, it included this big floral uh, installation that was suspended up from a, a rafter in the in an old warehouse building uh, called the Weaving Shed in Dundee. Gorgeous blank canvas venue, um, and yeah, these are the things that we're expecting to be really big in twenty twenty three. Wow. And all I can see now is like acrobats. But if if that happened, I would want to be up on those acrobatic things as well. But that can end poorly. That can end very poorly. But I love that idea. Imagine having aerial hoop going on at your reception. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's our trends, uh, trend predictions for 2023. Um, If you have anything that you've seen uh, that you want to let us know about, then please do get in touch. If you're a supplier that's uh, had a lot of requests from customers um, with a certain, certain trend, then please get in touch and let us know. We would love to hear from you. That's it for this week at Let's Talk Weddings with Your Scottish Wedding. If you'd like to be featured in one of our future episodes, get in touch with sales at yourscottishwedding.co.uk. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.